Things happen to people differently and it's okay. It's okay. Sharing our stories, our experiences, our experiences. Mm-hmm. and we are not uh, editing anything. We really want to speak to to the girl to the girl. What has been your best experience as far as pregnancy has been concerned so far so good? I would say for me maybe the first pregnancy and because I was going to be a mother for the first time. So you're eager to get all the information, you're eager to shop for everything. You're always looking forward to the next antenatal clinic. You're going around asking people for all the information. So somehow you also get information overload, but at the end of the day all you're doing is looking forward to being a mother for the first time. So to me the first pregnancy and also it was an easy one for me. Mm. So yeah, the first pregnancy was fun. Wow, my first mm. pregnancy was not fun but well <laughs> I was chasing poverty. I I was I, I really needed to chase poverty out. So it was there was no fun. I was very mentally stroke emotionally unstable. I was in a bad relationship. I just needed out. So mm. I was so focused on that. But I can speak to sleeping at night. Those, wow. That was the worst. I couldn't sleep on my belly and all I wanted to do was sleep on my belly. Mm. That was hard. The nights were hard. Mm. For me, the three pregnancies have been actually very smooth. Very smooth. Um, the first one, actually, I remember all the information I got by the excitement of being a mother at, at an early age was, mm. was, was very good. But then... The second pregnancy, although it was really good, I was so anxious. Having known the experience of the first labor, Mm -hmm. I thought, my God, this is going to be crazy. The experience of labor, which which is is something else. But the pregnancy journey has been really was really good for me. The three of them. Um, My pregnancy, especially the first one, I was excited. I started shopping. Like, uh, I'm pregnant, I'm excited. I was already 27, and I th- th- that's the time I thought, oh, I needed a baby. But then, before I knew it, I started vomiting, and z- severe vomiting, what is called hyperlemesis. And uh, the worst part of it is that most of the people, they would associate uh, pregnancy with no more vomiting or no more morning mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. And so the people allowed you will give you stories like, oh, you are not sick, you are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Basically, the information that I got out there and what I got as professional advice was different. I mean, yeah. the pregnancy can be so different. Yeah. Um, the second baby was an oops baby. And <laughs> so... <laughs> I wasn't worried uh, by vomiting, but then I was so worried that I got pregnant. And so I, I had to absorb the shock and uh, I had sleepless night. Uh, and later came the being hospitalization again for the three months. Uh, so that was the experience until now oh, the delivery. Wow. wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Let me ask, did you ever consider an abortion for your first pregnancy? You did? No, it was actually a planned pregnancy for me. So, oh, our, nice! It was really planned. Yeah. Mine was not I, planned. Ooh, child, I can't even say. Well. <laughs> Mine was not planned. I did consider an abortion. Yeah. I was twenty-four. I had to drop out of uni, mm-hmm. and then obviously there's the fear of telling my mom. Mm-hmm. More than 
actually fear telling my mom more than I did telling my dad. So I wow. did contemplate it, but mm. it was because of the fear of my mother. Because mm. I knew if I got pregnant, first it was a shame. Mm-hmm. It was a shame. And with telling my mom, I was also scared because she's a teacher. I was so scared. She'd also tell her friends. Mm-hmm. Then her friends would tell their children. Then I'd sort of be ostracized. Mm. And when in school, when you are being told, like, stay away from bad peer pressure, mm. I was the poster child for bad peer pressure. <laughs> so I was so scared of, mm. like, making them, you know. Mm-hmm. But I did contemplate an abortion. I thank God I did not do it. Mm. Yeah. Also, you know, it's okay to have an abortion. It's an alternative and it's something that you should seek if you feel that you should get it or mm-hmm. you should go ahead with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would have been at the right, say, mental state mm-hmm. to actually become the woman I've become today had mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. taken that step forward. My first baby, I mean my first pregnancy, I didn't consider abortion, but the second one, I almost did it. I had all the reasons. First, because I the first experience was terrible, the pregnancy, and then my baby was only one year, the first born when mm. I became pregnant, and so the thought of abortion was all over me. But I I took time to think over it, and later I decided not to. In fact, I had to talk to someone mm. who really encouraged me, like you know, the pregnancy, wow. the second pregnancy might, might be better. And uh, the fact that the first baby will still be okay and others have done it. And that gave me some confidence and the courage of calling the second pregnancy. But mm-hmm. yes, the thought of abortion was there. Yeah, and it stays with you really. Yeah, Plus also people around you give you that as an option. I just think when you're on the other side and then you're considering all the options, mm-hmm. it's really hard. Let's talk about our support systems mm-hmm. when we are pregnant. For me, I think that is the first thing that comes to my mind when I am supposed to get pregnant. Or when yeah. I've planned about pregnancy, I think about the support system. Whom do I have? Yeah. Whom do I need? Uh, what kind of support I need? So, for example, going to the clinics, for example, I would really like my partner to go with me. There are those... <laughs> There are those mm-hmm. months that you feel you're so tired. Yeah. You cannot drive the car to go yeah. to the clinic. And those are the things I treasured about my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my partner was always there wow. for for the prenatals. And that's the kind of support. The second support is, of course, the, the house chores. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are months that for sure you cannot do the things that yes. you usually do, for example. Yeah. And just in case you have another baby, there are things you would not do for that baby. For example, you can bath yeah. them when you are like nine months or eight months yes. pregnant. Yeah. So those are the kind of supports um, that I would consider. And for me, it is actually a priority, even post-pregnancy. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. integral for me. For me, my support system, what I've done is uh, I know I have friends who've had babies before me. And I happen to have this one very close friend who's had babies before me. So like we walk the journey together. I can wake up at any time, call her. I can ask her to take me somewhere anytime. And the same with also my partner. Because the moment we plan for another baby and the baby comes in, you just let them know now this, are, this is what will be happening. These are the clinic days. Yeah. So ensuring like when you're going for the next antenato, you remind them yeah, like a week earlier. Yeah. Yeah. There's the other side yeah, where you're jarving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're either catching a matatu, yeah. a mind you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do those people do? Because when I was 
pregnant. I've never mm-hmm. actually had a pregnancy where I even had a bicycle. Mm-hmm. So it was on me and yeah. one tattoos. Try maybe to just look around where your neighborhood, if you can get the facilities you need. Probably mm-hmm. if you're going to the workplace, is there a hospital nearby that is within your budget that probably you can do antenato there? I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. To add on the support that you need, especially in my case whereby I was so sick, it calls, I mean, is the fact that you are working and uh, you need support from the workplace. Yeah. And also there will be the maternity leave. So mm. basically I think I would consider so much work where I am yeah. before I would get pregnant oh. because... Wow. <laughs> Maybe not all organizations will give that, you know, yeah. a leeway that you need to be out of the work for almost yeah. six months in yeah. a year. Yeah. Okay, so then let's talk about labor. Mm. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about wow. labor. Because I think, I yeah. think all women laugh about labor, obviously yes. forced mm. labor, mm. because before then, you don't even know what to expect, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what our expectations were for labor, mm. for our fasts. Mm. For me, I heard stories, and I knew it wasn't it wasn't going to be pleasant. The pain was so intense. Of course, I didn't labor for long. My labors are like four hours or three hours, wow. but then they are so intense. So mm-hmm. when people tell you stories, you think, oh, see, everyone has given birth. It would be just like any other person. It can't yeah. be that bad. It can't yeah. be that bad. Why yeah. are all these women giving birth? Yeah. But let me tell you, I got into that labor room. And I wonder, is this the pain that everyone is going through? Do you know? I undressed. <laughs> By the time I went to the delivery ward, I was naked. <laughs> yes, I was naked. And I couldn't imagine, is this me? Yeah. <laughs> they acted at me, who would want all my clothes on? No, no way. So my labor was very intense, but very short. Wow. Was your partner there? So apparently I was in another town and he was in another town. Oh, so by the okay. time he arrived, I was actually in the delivery room. Oh, so I was with my sister. He had already debuted your body. <laughs> yes. In the world. Yes. When I was in labor, I saw people removing their clothes. Mm. Oh, I cared so much for my small things. There was oh. no way. First, I... I saw people pooping. <laughs> I saw people removing their clothes. I saw people undoing hair. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. I labored for a long time. Mm. I thought I would die. And mm. for some reason, I had been reading a lot on fistula mm. and mm. women dying during giving birth. Mm. So I was so keen on making sure I stayed alive, like in my own wisdom, mm. <laughs> to make sure that I was breathing right. And I, I, oh, I really bugged the people in that room. Like, and what was also really annoying about being in the labor room is people came in for 20 minutes and they give birth and then they come in you see them coming in and then the express is there no queue in this place it was, it was so it definitely wasn't what I was expecting it wasn't yeah. mm. it wasn't um, actually what mm. you are saying about I almost pooped my baby my first baby because I didn't know so the doctor, the nurses thought it's it's no, she's still too far to give birth. Mm. So I went to the toilet, yeah. I pushed, and oh Kumbe the baby was on the wheel. <gasps> so I didn't know the feeling yeah. that oh if my. you want to poop, yeah. it's actually the baby coming. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I almost mm. pushed my baby. That mm. thing scared me for yeah. the subsequent pregnancies, and actually it affected my my delivery in the subsequent babies. Um, the first pregnancy and delivery, 
So when the scan is done and you are given the due date, you know. So I thought, I mean, this is the date I will pack and the labor will come. And so the days went by, nothing, no labor at for one week. So everyone is asking, oh, you say the baby was to come on this date and uh, what's happening? Are you here? Can you feel the kicks or what's happening? And um, I was worried. Anyway, until 42 weeks, I had to go and got induced. And I couldn't dilate for the first baby, and so it was yes. So the story is short for that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the second baby, labor came before the planned CS. I was so sure it's CS because I, it was after like, not even two years after the first CS. So this was supposed to be a planned CS. Uh, it was epidural, and uh, after that, I couldn't walk. At the same time, I think the catheter interfered with my uh, the system, and so I, I couldn't. Um, go, I mean, you need properly, and so I had to use the catheter for the next two months. Wow. Two months. Yes, wow. the catheter for the next two months. I'm not walking. Wow. I had a very bad headache. And uh, I mean, the experience also having another small baby. Wow. And so, yes, the experience, the aftermath of uh, of pregnancy was uh, the worst experience I've ever done. I mean, I've gone through. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I know. (laughs) That's really hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Yes, it was. For my first pregnancy, just like my colleague, I went for 42 weeks. I could not hear and I didn't have any pain. So it's on a Saturday. I can't feel anything. And then I remember my husband had traveled for work and the baby had not been kicking for like almost 18 hours. So I was so anxious. So we get to the hospital. They take the heartbeat. Everything is okay. But I was like, so they tell me, okay, so what do you want? I tell them, there's an option of inducing me. So, like, I'd become my own doctor. <laughs> so, they do the whole thing. They bring me up an admission form. I'm admitting that the induction is not anyone's cup yeah. of tea. Mm-hmm. It was so painful. Yeah. So, something I was teaching myself in my second pregnancy is to ask the guy for information. Because, you see, like, you get to the theater room and then they're telling you you can... Whenever I like, I feel like we created like more of a personal relationship, it Mm. was not like doctor patient, and Mm. I became so open with him. Yeah, Mm. so like every time we used to go, like even for the lab results, he would take me line by line, and I would even ask him. Why did you have to do this? Mm. Uh, why do you have to do a protein test? Why do you have to do urinalysis every time a, a, a mother comes mm. in for ANC? And then I told my doctor, for everything you do, please talk. Mm. So she'd be like, uh, Sasa, tutakweka kafeta. Sasa, tunataka kukunyoa. Mm. So if you're going to tell me step by step what you're doing, then I'm with you. Then you're together. Yeah, I'll cooperate mm. actually. Anything you feel, whether you feel it's relevant or irrelevant, mm. talk. Ask mm. Mm. Does the pain stop? Does it get any easier? Like on baby number three? <laughs> Not at all, actually. And I think number three was my hardest labor, for sure. Oh, wow. So my first baby was shorter. The second mm. one was short but not mm. too short mm-hmm. but the third baby actually i labored for long and the most mm. painful for that wow. matter wow and actually i thought um when you go 
when you progress with a baby giving birth thing, you would be a pro. Yeah. Nothing like that. <laughs> Nothing like that for sure. Yeah. Nothing like that. Wow. My third baby was most difficult. Yes. And you still want two more? I still want, you want two five? more. You want five? Yeah. Okay. Two more. I, I will attend all those baby showers. <laughs> 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 